Well, good day and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly to the unshakable rock of the Word of God? Welcome to a new podcast today. So glad you're here. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this. I know that I I release a podcast uh, five days a week and uh, for many people I'm their pastor and sometimes your voice can be uh, tuned out because you hear it so much. But I want to encourage you that in the time of our devotional time, Uh, and uh, finding these nuggets in the Word of God to be encouraging, to be instructive, to be convicting, or whatever it might be, to make sure and listen to the Word of God and allow it to work in your heart. Uh, I try my best to fade into the background on that and let the Word of God shine, but uh, inevitably the human condition causes us to become a little inured or calloused uh, because of the messenger at times, but I want to encourage you to keep it as fresh as you can and think about the Word of God that's being presented. Well, I do welcome you today, and I want to uh, talk about a little topic that uh, has recently come to my attention that I just wanted to share some thoughts with you on uh, in a recent message that I preached. I found it necessary to name some individuals that were false teachers, and uh, to some people, now to many people that I'm acquainted with, that's not surprising, but to some people, it's an absolute uh, strange thing to decry and cry. They cry out at citing actual names uh, of those people who set themselves up as Christian leaders, but yet they teach heretical doctrines. And I think it's important that we understand the biblical perspective on this because it's not an unloving thing to do. It's actually part of being a shepherd, and that is to warn against the wolves that will infiltrate the flock if we're not careful. And sometimes the sheep will even listen to uh, to the wrong voice. And so it's important, uh, well, at least the Apostle Paul, uh, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, uh, thought it was important to uh, uh, to give the information that's needed so that people's faith not be overthrown, so that their doctrines not be manipulated and twisted, but rather that there be understanding that there is danger out there. The Apostle John wrote in 1 John chapter 4, he said, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Uh, And we read that passage, and we are forewarned that that is the reality of the state even of Christianity today, that there are many prophets or people that set themselves up to be voices of God, to be channels of truth. Uh, Many of them are seeing visions. Many of them are giving outside the Bible revelation and then putting it on the same level as the Bible. There are many that are just, quite frankly, flakes, and they're twisting and manipulating the scriptures to get following is after themselves rather than to direct people to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. And so as a result, there's a real need for God's people today to be warned by uh, by the by, the servants of God to to uh, prevent them from going off into a ditch somewhere and following these people. The Apostle Paul even mentions this several times in the Scripture. He wasn't afraid of naming names. He wanted to make sure and be absolutely clear on what was right teaching. Uh, in Second Timothy chapter four and verse ten. Uh, the, uh, the Apostle Paul is writing to his son Timothy in the faith, and he mentions this. He says, 
do, he, he tells Timothy, do thy diligence to come shortly to me, for Demas hath forsaken me, having loved this present world, and is departed unto Thessalonica, and so on and so forth, and he names names there. So uh, Demas is one of those uh, people that Paul felt necessary to, to warn about because of his forsaking of right doctrine. Uh, in uh, in Second Timothy chapter two verses seventeen and eighteen, uh, here he gets very specific about people that were bringing great harm uh, to the cause of Jesus Christ, and he says in verse seventeen, and there uh, but shun profane uh, verse sixteen, but shun profane and vain babblings, for they will increase unto more ungodliness. And their word will eat as doth a canker, of whom Hymenaeus and Philetus, who concerning the truth have erred, saying that the resurrection is past already, and overthrow the faith of some. So Paul is naming specifically here Hymenaeus and Philetus, and making sure that people understand that what they were teaching is false doctrine. Uh, I know that in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 14, uh, Paul talks about uh, this man named uh, Alexander the coppersmith. He says, he did me much evil, and the Lord reward him according to his works. Um, even Peter, when you think about this in the book of Galatians, uh, Peter was withstood by Paul because Peter was falling back uh, into some form of legalism, and Paul had to warn him against that. And John, of course, in 3 John chapter 1, or the only chapter in verse 9, warned against Diotrephes, who loveth to have the preeminence, and the Nicolaitans he warned about in Revelation chapter 2. In other words, there are a number of times where the Bible very specifically names names in order to inform people and help them to understand that uh, they need to recognize the danger that these people are. Um, now, at the same time, if you were to look at the writings of the, in Scripture, the Apostle Paul was very generous with his praise and recognition to other people. Uh, he gave out praise in Romans chapter 16, and all the way from verse 1 to verse 15, you find many names of godly people being dropped there. It was like a, they were getting together for a big family postcard type thing where people's names were given about what blessings they were and how how great they were for the cause of Christ. The same in the book of Colossians chapter 4. Um, so, uh, it, naming names is not an unloving or wrong thing to do. We've got to be ready to do that. Um, there are organizations, there are ministries, there are leaders in the broad tent of Christianity today that are not doing the cause of Christ any favors. There are people that are denying the six-day creation account in the in the book of Genesis. There are men and women that are standing up. I mean, Andy Stanley is one of them just lately, the son of Charles Stanley, standing up and, and, and uh, uh, casting shade and denying the Bible as the Word of God, um, denying biblical inerrancy. And I have to warn people that these individuals will overthrow your faith if you listen to them. 
Uh, There are people that are bringing in all kinds of heretical doctrines that somehow God uses them to produce miracles and things. Uh, I think we need to make sure that we do our homework and that we understand that there are individuals that need to be warned against. And I want to encourage you to, to think along those lines and mark them which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned and avoid them. Romans sixteen seventeen. So we got to be cautious. Uh, the world is a dangerous place out there. The internet is not your friend. Uh, it is a minefield that you have to navigate of doctrine and even of Christian leadership. So I was visiting with somebody just recently and they were actually did what any good church member should do. And that is that they were curious about books that they had received. And so they asked me what I thought about them. Was I aware of anything in those books uh, that they needed to be aware of? And there absolutely was. Uh, And it was a great opportunity for me to be the shepherd I need to be and to be able to give them uh, the right information they needed. As a matter of fact, one of the authors of the books uh, was a dangerous, dangerous writer who actually denies the sufficiency of the Word of God, uh, that the author of that book needed more than what the Bible was uh, uh, providing for her. And uh, Sarah Young wrote the book on on uh, Jesus calling. And I'm just going to tell you right now, it's a very dangerous thing. And I am so grateful that these folks asked me about it. It was given to them just to look at, and they were unfamiliar with it or the author. And so had the opportunity to teach them. But I just want to urge every one of you, don't flinch when I have to name a name, because I got to answer to God uh, for what pasture you're feeding in. And I want to make sure it is the scriptures and that they're being taught correctly. I remember not long ago, well, it wasn't long to me, but it was in February of 1996, uh, there were three friends that were driving the rural roads east of Tampa, Florida, uh, and their intention was they were going out to play some pranks. Uh, But in reality, the games they were playing were anything but funny. Uh, They pulled some 20 street signs out of the ground including a stop sign at one very fateful uh, intersection. And the next day, there were uh, some 18-year-old friends who had just finished a bowling night, and they were breezing through that intersection without stopping because there was no sign, and their car sailed into the path of an eight-ton truck, and all three of those friends uh, were killed. One year later, those three perpetrators of that deadly prank were convicted of manslaughter. And in June of 1997, they stood in orange jail jumpsuits and handcuffs before a judge in a Tampa courtroom. And they were weeping and wiping the tears from their eyes. And they were sentenced, every one of them, to 15 years in prison. Folks, it's a dangerous thing with terrible, terrible consequences for anyone to take down a signpost on the highway. But I'm going to tell you this, it's no less dangerous for anyone to vandalize the signpost that God puts on the highway of life. When you honor God's commandments, you're actually pointing the way to the signposts of life. And if if we dishonor God's commandments and His teaching and His Word, you can unwittingly lead others to a path of destruction. 
And I, that's why it's so important that we're very pointed about what is false and what is true. God bless you today. Be vigilant. Be discerning. If you got a question, ask your pastor. And God willing, he'll be able to help you know things that you probably should know before you dive in. God bless you today. Walk with Him. Stick to the Word of God. The inerrant scriptures will never lead you wrong. You'll never have to question it. There's no poisonous meat there. You can literally uh, drink it all in and be blessed richly. God bless you. Walk with Christ.